boys, what's going on? Hey fellas, look at us here again. The three of us. A little momentum. I love it. Good to see both of you. <laughs> Do we have a streak going like... now? Is this a streak? Oh, it's at least two. It might be three. Uh, yeah, three is a streak. Two is a it's, pair. Yeah. Three is a streak. So if we're streaking. Let's go. And see, now I'm nervous because we talked about it. I didn't even think about the fact that like we actually have done this for three weeks in a row. Yeah. Under like odd circumstances, like Didi <laughs> was in a different place every single time in this street. True. That means next week, Didi, you got to be somewhere else. You got to keep bouncing around. Yeah. yeah, maybe at the least, maybe I'll just do it from like my backyard or something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> just keep changing up the studio. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Wow. Well, congrats to us and congrats to everybody listening to the Brunch Breakdown for all three of us. You guys are the best. Well, I have a question. Um... I was just on a bunch of airplanes, bunch of flights. Uh, and instead of making this negative, which I could do, what do you guys love about flying? <laughs> well, that's a short list, I think. Uh, Dude, I, wow. Uh, I hate flying. <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it so much. That's why, how many times have you guys said on this podcast, Chris Gates loves road trips. Like I would rather drive... <laughs> Uh, I love direct flights. Mm -hmm. I love that about flying when it when it's direct. That's great. I love talking about the new seating options that are stupid that they're thinking about on the brunch breakdown. I like that about airfare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I like I, I guess... like being surprised at the airport that I'm going to Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. Thank you, by the way. That's, that's <laughs> there you good. go. There's a good one. That's a good that's one. That's a good one. Usually surprises at the airport are negative. So yeah. one positive <laughs> surprise at an airport. It's a good one. Yeah. You know what? I, um, I think air, airport beers are good. Yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a, that's a really good one. So if you're going on vacation, that first drink at the airport, that's yeah. always a positive experience. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, I like that I can sit there and listen to music and literally do nothing else and just listen. Because typically if I'm in my car, I'm driving. Like it'd be one thing if I thought like the pilot was up there and he had the radio cranked. Like he needs to be focusing on other things. Like I'm in the back. I can just sit here, chill out, listen, let him do the work. So, yeah, it's a short list for me about, I guess the the benefit is getting there quicker, but love about flying. Didi, you've, yeah, you've been on a lot of planes recently. I Usually that's that brings out the worst, though, for me. I need to separate myself from my trip. So you, I, you have anything good? And I was trying not to. That's the thing. I didn't want to be negative. You yeah. Know? So, like, I was like, what do you love about flying? And I'm like, I love the exit row. Oh, that yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. I love the exit row. And it's something that I've probably taken for granted before because when you have children on a flight, you can't take the exit row. Kids under people under 13 can't be in the exit row. They can't help, they can't open the door, whatever. Mm -hmm. Not that any of us are actually going to do anything if something goes crazy. Maybe there's one person cuz I know when something goes crazy, I'm going to be like, "I don't know what to do. I wasn't <laughs> listening. I had my AirPods in." <laughs> like, yes. I was like, "Yes, I know how to say yes." I will help. I'm not actually going to help. Plane is going to crash. <laughs> but yeah, it's really just the exit row. And you guys mentioning alcohol, like whether you're at the bar at the airport or if you order a drink on the plane, I don't know why. Like the little shooter of Jack Daniels or Tito's just tastes better on in the air. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know if there's scientific <laughs> testing to like 30,000 feet in the air. You're just like, wow, Tito's tastes better 30,000 feet up. I wonder if that could be it could be something to that, right? Because like I don't, something happens like blood oxygen. Maybe it's like gets into your bloodstream quicker. So I don't know. You might be onto something there, Dee Dee. There could be there could be a connection. Yeah. See, well, what do you love about flying? I don't know. Hit us up at Brunch Breakdown.
It's DD out here in Los Angeles, Chris and Danner in Pittsburgh. It's the Brunch Breakdown Podcast. We've got a fun menu today. Uh, we're going to be talking about celebrations if we were athletes uh, because of this boxer who flashed the crowd after she won last night. And best TV show theme songs. We've got Brunch Court. We've got a nasty pick one, which they both kind of weave into each other. Yeah. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Uh, for sure, they definitely do. And yes, you can get this and any other episode of the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts, people. We've got new episodes that come out each and every Wednesday morning. If you're hitting follow, you're hitting subscribe, anywhere you decide to listen, let those episodes come right to you first thing in the morning. Um, we've got a couple of visuals per the huge here today. Uh, you're going to need to see them. So get to YouTube, get to Facebook. See our beautiful and not so beautiful faces the entire length of the episode. Those premiere every Wednesday as well. Those are timed though, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, but on demand anytime you want to watch after that. We're everywhere on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads, trailer, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown. Find us there. And don't forget the sounds of brunch. Each, each Friday, we update our playlist on Spotify of what we're listening to. From the current week, we also keep what was on there from last week in case you need to play a little catch up. So check that out exclusively on Spotify. Word. Well, it's time to get things off our chest. Chris, what you got? Uh, I have a I have a bone to pick with this is kind of travel related um, with the bathroom situations at like most hotels and air and Airbnbs, but, but I'm going to take it a step further. Um, it's the toilet paper situation that pisses me off guys. Why, why haven't we gotten this right? Like, why haven't we figured out or put regulations in place regarding like where toilet paper should be positioned in relation to the toilet? Why can't hotels figure this out? Like why, are half the hotels you go to, it's like you, you have to like waddle over to get the toilet paper and like it's like awkwardly out of reach. You know what I'm saying? Like, why aren't they positioning these things <laughs> next to each other? Why aren't they right? I was at an Airbnb the pa- over this past weekend and this is a new one, okay? They're screwing with now like the direction of the toilet paper. I think we all know this is, a, there, there are different camps about toilet paper where it's like, does it go over? Does it go under? I'm not here to debate that. I don't really give a shit. It goes over. That's the right thing, whatever. But <laughs> whatever whatever you do, it's a pull down situation, okay? The Airbnb we were at, it, was, it wasn't horizontal. It was straight up and down vertical. So you're like pulling it like- Like a paper towel. Yes, you're pulling it out like a paper towel. And it was like awkwardly positioned, like almost like behind- so you're like, I was, I was like doing one of these things, you know, like almost like pulling it out of my armpit. It's unbelievable. I don't know if I have terrible luck or if like we just need in general, boys, I'm not a big fan of most types of government regulation, but this might be an area where like, can we put some, some regulatory measurements in place? Like how close does the toilet paper need to be to the toilet? And then can we, can we just like, figure out the directionality of what's happening. It's not, it, it's, it didn't ruin my vacation, had a great vacation, but it was like a little, uh, bit annoying and, and I didn't need that. And I didn't want that. And I feel like we're, it's just stupid. So figure it out. That's, that's what I had to get off my chest today. Toilet paper legislation. That is what Chris is looking for in 2024. He is like, which one of you candidates don't care if it's for governor, city council, president, whatever it is. Who's got something on toilet paper legislation? Bro, if there was anything the brunch breakdown could ever really get behind in terms of issues, that's one I feel like we could push. And also, you know what they say, it's like whoever gets elected president is like, you know, whatever they want to accomplish is going to happen with the next president because it takes so long to get it through the House, through the Senate, all this shit. This is something I think would move quick. I think we would get this through because everybody would agree on it. Okay, so let's make it happen. Let's make it happen together. Together, we can improve this awful experience. And everybody's old in like Congress and all that stuff too. So they would really get behind this. Like, 
old people just shit a lot. They're gross. <laughs> they get behind it. <laughs> oh. Team TP. <laughs> TP for you and me. Let's go. Change what we can believe in. Dan, Dan, that's going to be the uh, the first political sign you put in your front yard. It's going to be TP for you and <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Thanks for hearing me out, boys. I that all love it. Dude, oh, that's what we're man. here for. This is, I mean, honestly, the brunch breakdown is really just group therapy. And that's what that was. So I got true. it. Um, there, there's people out there relating going, yeah, 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 I hear you. <laughs> Dan, Boy. get it off your chest. Tough act to follow, Chris. Um, (laughs) Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, Okay, so this past weekend, um, I watched Kevin Hart's new stand-up special, which is on Peacock, which, first off, no surprise at all, it's absolutely hilarious. Cannot recommend it enough. There was one portion that had me just about on the floor for like two minutes straight, like just incredibly hilarious. Uh, but there was one thing that he said that stuck out to me. That wasn't necessarily a joke. It was kind of leading up to a story. And he had mentioned that everyone should take at least one hour. I think he said one hour per month um, just to yourself. And to go do something that, just you want to do just you just yourself don't go with somebody just go by yourself um you know it helps clear your mind helps relieve stress that sort of thing and that just kind of hit me in a little bit of a unique way i think because i think most people don't do that regularly right but probably should like so like just 1 hour say per month cuz per week is kind of ridiculous right 1 hour per month just for yourself you know, for like, I think most people and especially myself, like I prefer to do things like with my wife. Uh, we have similar interests. We enjoy doing like nearly everything together. So it's just more enjoyable. Why would I want to go do something myself? You know what I mean? Um, but I think he's got a good point with it um, where, you know, for me, I thought, like, do I do that at all? And the probably the only thing I ever go and do by myself for myself, like for about that amount of period of time is like go to the driving range right now, admittedly not the best stress reliever for me all the time. So I'm <laughs> usually there to get frustrated. Uh, but you can't like, lose at the driving range. I don't understand. <laughs> you, What's the, you can, <laughs> you can, <laughs> admittedly. So you can't, you shouldn't, but you can. Um, so, Maybe for other people, maybe for you, it's going to a record store or going to grab a coffee and read something that's not your freaking phone. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and I think don't think like, oh, I go for a run every day by myself or I go to the gym for an hour every day by myself. I don't think that's the the point here. And honestly, if you think that's your idea of like the fun that you need, then friend, you need this more than probably most of us do something separate to that, right? Something to really pull yourself away. And you guys and many people were saying, Dan, we got kids hard to do. I hear you, but somehow Kevin Hart finds time to do it and he's got a lot going on. So it's one hour a month. Find yourself a time. Hopefully it'll do a little good for you. Maybe not the driving range. So be a little putt-putt by yourself. That's all it is. One. <laughs> have a tea time for one. <laughs> Go have some fun. That's that's not creepy at all. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so give it a shot. But no, that's good. I always say that. You need time to yourself, regardless if you have kids or not. You need something to do by yourself and i think it's very important i try to do that with uh certain things because honestly i just love like i'll i just like being where people are so i can people watch there you go like i literally like going to these big shopping centers just walking around just being like grabbing a coffee walking around sit on a bench just freaking make up stories for people's lives and go home it's like i love that you know, it's, 
you know, and it's, I don't know. It's just, but that's very important. It really is. It's like life is, life is crazy. Families are crazy. All this stuff is crazy. They're exciting and it's fun and all that stuff, but it's, it's crazy. Sometimes you need stuff to yourself. And yeah, we all love our wives, but sometimes like them and us, we need to be away from each other. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't like do that like right away after being away from home for three weeks, D.D., but like, still on a regular. <laughs> Listen, if we dive right now back into the pool. <laughs> uh, full transparency. My uh, wondering if I was doing the brunch breakdown this week had nothing to do with my flight time, had nothing to do with me, <laughs> anything else other than if she allows me to do it, guys, I'll, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> I've been gone too long. I'm walking on egg, eggshells, man. I'm I'm like, uh, all right. So. You said you brought her a couple. You brought her a couple of uh, Biscoff cookies from the flight. There's a reason I love to fly the Biscoff cookies. If you're on American Airlines, that always sweetens the day. There's my reason. <laughs> Maybe start it next month, Dee Dee. Middle of July. <laughs> you know, you get your hour next month. So maybe maybe next year I'll be able to do that. <laughs> Heard some horror stories on these flights. Um. Well, I'm gonna get this off my chest, boys, and um, it has to do with flying, and it's the opposite of how we started this. Stop <laughs> eating beef jerky on planes. Stop <laughs> eating beef jerky on planes. Airports, airlines, stop selling it. Don't sell it in the airport. Don't sell it. 10 miles from the airport, just don't. Beef jerky on planes should be banned. And here's the thing. I love beef jerky. I do. But oh my God, what it smells like when you're on a plane is the worst thing in the world. Especially when, I don't know, you're at an after party last night and you're there till like 3.30 in the morning. Your flight leaves at 7 and you're slightly hungover and you smell beef jerky. <laughs> and not only do you just... Uh, and not only do you just like smell it, I was asleep for like two hours. I wake up and all I smell is beef jerky. It's like mm. it punched me oh. in the face. It's terrible. Stop, everyone. Just stop. Beef jerky on flights. It, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> just stop. Stop. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I'm with you. I love beef jerky. It, yeah. For me, it's like travel snacks. Easy way, way to get some protein in, right? And it it tastes good, but th- why why does it have to? And I think like years ago, I was probably unaware, and then became very aware because of people telling me how bad it smelled. And then now, like even though I still love it, I like almost feel like I have to apologize to everyone around me before I rip the thing open, and because the first like the first opening of a beef jerky bag, it's like you never. Eat, Unless you're going to drive with the windows down, like that's your life until you get to where you're going. It's it it stays there. It's heavy. Nick. It's just it's I feel bad when I do it. It's not good. And yeah, I mean, on an airplane, depending on how long that flight is, I mean, you can't put the windows down. Right. So you're all just rolling in a musty beef stick all the way to wherever yeah. you're going. It's not good. Oh, <laughs> that should be like the American Airlines tag. It'd be that musty beef stick in the sky. <laughs> Fly American. Oh, you have my vote. You both have my vote. Change the get TP legislation and no beef jerky on airplanes. Change we can believe in. <laughs> yes. God, it's the worst. All right. Beer, boys. I don't have a beer with me. But I did drink one of my favorites ever since I've been doing this. Third, that's my third year doing this extended time in Orlando. Cigar City IPA. I love this thing. It is so good. I believe it's in Tampa is where Cigar City Brewing is. And I, the IPA they have is awesome. I've I've tried other beers they have, and it's good. But this IPA is just super good. So shouts to Cigar City. Every time I'm in Florida, I grab it up. It's a good one. Nice. That's a good one. Um, I'll go quick. I I did. Uh, I don't have a beer with me right now. I did drink a decent amount of beer on this vacation, uh, and it was all from Maplewood Brewing, which is a brewery I've featured on this podcast before because of two wonderful beers: Son of Juice and Juice Pants. 
And I took both <laughs> of those with me and I had quite a few of them. Uh, so yeah, I won't go into detail about the beers because I've already talked about them here, but uh, it was fun. It was a good time. Thanks, Maplewood, for a great vacation. Nice. Son of juice. So good. So good. Uh, all right. Well, I've got one live here in, in Living Color Let's uh, go. from Grist House. PB and C, the greatest flavor combination in the history of mankind, peanut butter and chocolate imperial stout. And it this is such it's such a beauty. It's an oldie, but a goodie. Um, I've been hanging on to it for a little while because they don't make this very often. Um, but it is pure liquid chocolate and peanut butter. You get both. It evenly, perfectly even. Um, it's a little higher ABV, but it doesn't really drink all that heavy. You don't get any of the roastiness, anything like that. Sometimes when you're brewing with peanuts, peanut butter, you can get that little extra ro roastiness. You don't get this here. It's super, super clean. It's dessert in a can. Important to be served at the correct temperature. Stouts, people. Not 32 degrees, not cold. You don't want them ice cold. This does even a great job of putting the temperature on the can. 55. You're supposed to be drinking this at 55 degrees. So I take this out, took this out, maybe probably about 35 minutes ago. Took it out, get up to temperature, and it's just perfect. P, B, and C. Doesn't get any better. That can looks like a Wonka bar. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It's beautiful. Love it. Uh, 55. 55 degrees. That's like, it's like hot. Yeah. That's like <laughs> hot. It's just right. I mean, you drink wine at probably similar temperatures. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. You do but it doesn't, wine. you need that to really bring out all the flavors. You really, it really makes a difference. It really does. It's just Got interesting. It. Cause like when I hear 55, I think like, Every February, there was a day in college when it got to 55 and like all the girls would go outside and tan in Northeast Ohio for no like ridiculous, but it felt warm. And so I'm like, that's a hot beer. <laughs> Dude, that was like the best day. That was like the best time in college. Like all these every girl would like um, they would lay out by the library or by the, I want to say it was the mountain layer. I don't know. One of those buildings at WVU and cause it was a bunch of grass, which I'm sure is all buildings now. So I'm sure it's gone now, but anyways, they would all be in towels and swimsuits, get their tan on in February and like 50 degree weather. And then everyone would be sick the next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Right. Best times. Yeah. Oh, boys. Well, cheers. 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 We're just giving thumbs up to Dan's beer. And good job, Dan. Tasty. Good work, Dan. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, something that happened yesterday. Um, we're going to talk of celebrations for athletes. You've seen them all, you know, touchdown celebrations. We've seen bat flips. We've seen them all. But how many flashes have you seen? Well, <laughs> <laughs> boxer Daniela Hemsley flashed the crowd. After winning her first boxing match last night in the UK. You guys saw this. Um, it is it's great. It's it's a new <laughs> celebration. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like I thought TO celebrations were great. It's not that. Nope. <laughs> uh Honestly, like, what what are your thoughts on this this interesting celebration? Yeah, interesting to say the least. Because <laughs> for anybody that hasn't seen it, um, <laughs> to try to describe it, she's like really happy, kind of cheering, and then just pulls the top up, keeps cheering, and then starts jumping and bouncing and keeps going. This isn't like a woo. Like here's a little like a flash, literal. That thing was off, and they were open. They were there for the world to see. And her opponent, even she's there. And she like laughing. She's like, like smiled. She's like, <laughs> I don't know if she's happy for her or if she's like, damn, 
This is <laughs> what am I seeing right now? Just my face beaten in. <laughs> and here you go. Like <laughs> interesting. I didn't expect to wake up to see that this morning. That's to say the least. Yeah, dude. Like it was I just opened up Twitter and it was like all over the timeline. I was <laughs> like sitting on the couch, my daughter's watching Lion King. I'm like, oh my god, like what, what's happening? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> yeah, no censorship. <laughs> and then um, dude, one of the funniest things about it though was so kind of like you mentioned, Dan, I was watching the guy who was like tr- like getting ready to interview her with the mic. And like the minute <laughs> it happened, he just like he there were like 12 different expressions on his face at one time and all it resulted in was him going oh and turning away like he didn't know what to do oh it's so funny the reactions in the ring were hilarious dude my favorite in any situation like that is the camera that it cuts to because all of a sudden that camera does like a 360 it was like and then goes to like the <laughs> overhead shot. So not only did the guy who was had the camera closest to her freak out, but then like just like everybody in the booth, they're like hitting the button. They're like, no, overhead cam, get out, get out. Oh God. Because there was a delay. You're right. Because usually in an instance, it's maybe they're ready. They're on the trigger. They have clearly were not expecting that. So no. I feel like the guy sitting there, the producer is like, Oh, 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 I got to cut to another camera. Like, <laughs> there was dude. a little delay before they backed away. Well, I'm going to ruin this for uh, my, at least it ruined it for me a little bit. Here we go. So oh boy. this boxing match was on DAZN, which is a, you know, reputable sort choice for boxing and mm-hmm. you pay for it. It's pay-per-view, all that. Um, This was like an influencer card. There are like 20 influencers on this boxing card and and and, and most of them have only fans accounts mm. so this was okay. not a spontaneous celebration this was for clout and i'm like good on you but it kind of ruined it for me i was thinking that this girl was like a real boxer not just somebody who was like a part of these celebrity boxing matches. They've done celebrity boxing matches forever. I have no problem with them. It's just that just feels hella thirsty. Just, I just ruined it for me. Like, that's, I was like, God damn it, man. Yeah, that's a good, I did not know that. And so now that makes me wonder why the heck they even told the guy to do a close up after this was, after it was over. Like, <laughs> right. So they should have been prepared for it. Right. Yeah. Reversing everything I just said, they should have been prepared <laughs> for that moment. Hand on the trigger a little quicker. It does. Yeah. It stours it a little bit. Not a quite as not quite as fun. Take the fun out of it. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. I just thought it was like, I don't know, this is moment. And that's why everyone was so caught off guard. But then I like was looking at this card and it's like, there's this <laughs> Google L. Brooke, by the way. Sheesh. She was on this card. She lost in a fight. She's amazingly beautiful from the UK. I don't, holy hell. But she's in there boxing. She also has a very popular OnlyFans account, apparently. And so does everyone on this bill. So I, I think it just takes, I don't think anybody thought somebody was going to like, I don't know, go, go nude. Now, next time they have one of these, everyone's going to watch and probably everyone's just going to be naked. They might even have a naked fight. Who knows? Because now it's like all bets are off. Like, if this girl's subscriber count goes up by a bunch, like, who's not getting naked? Like, dudes are going to get naked. This is going to be, everybody's just <laughs> yeah. going to be getting mm-hmm. naked. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, that really, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, I wasn't ready for the flashing, but now I'm, we have a whole <laughs> other era of sport ahead of us that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> <laughs> well, to that end, uh, if you were a celebrity, how would you celebrate if you were an athlete how would you celebrate your wins your touchdowns your victories how would you do it i've got a very specific one in mind okay 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 let's let's go uh in our childhood there were two versions of a salute that i thought was the coolest shit ever okay number one yammer yager as a Pittsburgh Penguin would, he would take his glove off his one hand and salute the entire crowd. 
which was to me coolest when he would score a goal on the road and then Yags would just salute at all the angry fans. And then remember the Denver Broncos had the mile high salute. Like I think it was, uh, it was Terrell Davis. Is that his name? The running back. I think he mm-hmm. kind of popularized it, man. In so many backyard football games, I did that when I scored. And so I think if I was a professional athlete, I would find some way to work in a salute. I always thought that was the coolest. That's good. I forgot about the salute. Makes yeah. me think about the, uh, what the Falcons do? The the dirty bird or whatever. Dirty, the, dirty I don't bird. forget what they, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Paul Davis? That's yeah, cool. man. That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, one that I always, that always like stuck to me as a kid was specifically football, um, a football touchdown celebration. And the reason I guess it didn't have, wouldn't have to be football. This could be other sports too. It might just look a little more goofy. Um, and I can't for the life of me think of the player I first saw do, do this. I even tried to Google it. I can't find it. I think he played for the Jets. This is probably early 2000s, probably maybe late 90s. He would do this. It was a take off of Australian rules football referees and their signal. And they would have this thing where they would like flick their arms up in this pointing motion and then point forward, almost like almost <laughs> like little guns. This is, it was like that was like scoring. It was like. YouTube it, Google it. It's great. Just Australian rules, football referees scoring signal. Boom. I love that signal. And the player, I think for the Jets again, that had it, had the ball in his hand. And as his, as the arms would go up, both arms going up, kind of pointing in the air, he would flip the football. The football would flip and spin. And then he'd come down with like the double guns. I've, I've always loved that celebration. Dan, I'm like picturing you doing that. And I think that's perfect for you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It really is. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wow. This is amazing. And they're quick, too. It's It's very quick. (laughs) (laughs) Please. If you're if you I don't know what time we're at. We're at like around 40 minutes into the podcast. If you're not watching please go and watch dan <laughs> because the way he's doing it on camera is like why it's perfect for him and i absolutely love this it's quick <laughs> oh man <sighs> when i think about celebrations i have two of my absolute favorite celebrations and okay so when someone hits a home run they do the backflip and Sometimes people sprint across the bases. To me, that's dumb. Some people, some people jog, you know, some people go a little slower. I'm just walking. I'm walking <laughs> the whole way. I'm not picking up my step. I'm walking the whole way. First, second, third home, I'm walking. And I'm sure I'll have batteries thrown at me and trash thrown at me and whatever else. But you know what? God damn it. I just hit a home run. Like, literally they play a billion games of baseball and some people it's like, Oh, he had a great season. He hit 20 of them. The fuck. You know how many at bats you have in all those games. <laughs> I am celebrating that. Like that, that is what I think about all the time. And people get so mad about bat flips and all these other things. I'm like, no, it could be worse. Like someone could be like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to hit another home run. Like if you're a pitcher and you're up there and you're like, you, you hit a home run. What am I spreading for? For what? <laughs> doing that so yeah i think that is that's a good one and honestly it goes with the salute because it's very simple the dab i know mm-hmm. it's it was just it's still great to do when something happens you just go it it's still just great to do it's simple everyone knows you did something great just a great celebration so no i'm i'm not gonna whip myself out there for the people uh but yeah. you know <laughs> I'm going to dab and walk across the bases. Didi, for your walk, I'm curious, like, are we talking more of like, a, like when you said you go to like the shopping center and you just kind of casually walk? Are we talking about like a slow walk with like a little bit of a stomp to it, you know, to like show them what you just did? Like, like, how does this mm. slow walk look? Okay. See, that's good. I feel like a little stomp would be like playoffs. 
Mm. Let everybody know how serious this is. Mm -hmm. But then there could just be that, you know, August game against the Pirates team that has 20 wins or something. And like you hit a home run and you're just maybe you're pointing at your you maybe pointing a couple people. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you just point at the hot dog, man. I see you. I see you. You know what I mean? I see you and Dan. And I see you and Dan going like next to the third baseline. It's like, what's up? That's right. Where are we going to eat later? You know what I mean? Just keep walking. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for some. Like, somebody's got to do it. Just walk the whole way. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. And now I want to see it. I'm like, yeah, just do it. I uh, I also have always loved, and this one has to be a little specific to the sport where it's, it's coming from golf. So golf is certainly works. Hockey, it could work. Baseball it could work when you're batting. Uh, golfer, the uh, famous golf, golfer, Chichi Rodriguez, would whenever he would make a putt, he would sword fight. He would act like he was sword fighting with his with his putter. And it was it's it's another thing to please YouTube. It's like the guy took it so seriously. It was great. He would pull it out of his out of his uh from his from his hip, act like it was a sword. Do this sword fight dance almost, sling it back in, and uh, it what he would even used to clean it off like it was a sword, like after a sword <laughs> fight. There's a couple of them, it's hilarious. Chi Chi Rodriguez, the sword fight, it's a classic. That one, if you have again, if you have a bat, if you have a something, that one's great. Um, and then I've always I thought, well, if you don't have a bat, give me the let's go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right, if I'm a boxer and I just want to fight, I'm going up to the to the corner of the ropes. Give me two beers, crack them, smack them together. Give me the beer chug. So I've got it all laid out, depending on the sport, but that's the one. <laughs> I like that, dude. I'm picturing the uh, the Chichi Rodriguez. Like, even if you don't have a, a an object, like I'm I'm picturing because now in the NFL you're allowed to do the choreograph stuff. I'm picturing like one guy scores oh. a touchdown, his teammate comes and they like pretend to fence each other. Like that would Ooh, be it's good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Dude, that's such a great week one celebration. Maybe even week one of the preseason celebration. You and one <laughs> other person, you like and you you sword fight, you stab them, they fall down cuz you're not going to be able to do that for more than one week cuz right. The, 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 the parenting council or whatever the, the complaints about everything yeah. on TV like, like no, the, no the, fake it's violence now. Yeah. No fake it's violence good. on those. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be over after that. So it's just like, you know, you got to pick the right spot. Like you the first Monday night football game of the season. Go for it. Like, you got this. There you go. <laughs> you know, and another one, because of boxing, uh, Gervonta Davis, who's one of the best boxers in the world, he backflips off of the top rope after he wins. And he's never lost a fight. And he, ba- he backflips off the top. And I just think it's cool because every time it kind of scary because it's just like, you boxing's hard. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Having the coordination to do that because those ropes, it's like those ropes are not like, you know, it's not like you're going off a platform. Like you have to balance yourself and then do a backflip and land it and not break yourself in those heavy ass boots. Like, yeah, um, I find it always dangerous. I think that's what makes it fun. But yeah, that backflips are always good for me. Maybe maybe yeah. one baseball game I would backflip down. Yeah. There you go. Back on the home, on plate. home plate. Bam. Yeah. And then as you land, sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then salute. And then salute. There it is. There it is. It's the ultimate. <laughs> it just did it. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, let's get into this next one. Best TV show theme songs. Chris, you saw this a few weeks ago. And we've been holding on to this because now we're on a streak of all three of us being here. We can do this. Um, So I'll let you get this one started, man. How are we going to do this? Best TV show theme songs. Well, to be quite honest with you, I forgot that I even found this uh, until you sent that <laughs> picture. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was one that I found. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dan had a good idea to, like, I think maybe break this up in terms of, like, old and new. Is that how you guys want to do it? Or just pit, yeah. just throw any of the ones out that you want? Because, like, there's, there's TV theme songs that I think we probably hold near and dear to our hearts that are because of nostalgia and maybe not necessarily like the best, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I was looking at some lists for this one and it made me realize how few, how like little of the great 
theme songs I've even ever heard. You know, like if you actually go, I saw Rolling Stone had a list of like the top hundred. I was like, Jesus Christ, get me to like number 20. Okay. Cause <laughs> number 21 to not hundred is just ridiculous. I never heard of these. Um, so yeah, I'm open to whatever you guys want to do, but this was, uh, this one was a tougher topic for me to figure out when you really got into it. When I saw that graphic, I was like, Oh cool. Yeah. TV theme songs. And it's like, Holy shit. There's a lot of them. And like my, every time I thought like, I really like this one. And I was like, well, but is that a shitty answer? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, there are less TV show theme songs now. But still, I mean, I guess over in the last, like, I don't know, 10 years or so. there. But there's still some good ones. There's still some good mm-hmm. ones. But um, but yeah, Dan, get us started. What you got? I'm going to get I'm going to get started. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go with maybe 5. I'll try to keep the number to 5 cuz yeah, this could be a really really lengthy list. So, maybe what do I have here? 1 2 3 4 5 6. I have 7. Okay, great. I'm going to go with 5. Uh Um <laughs> uh, first one for me kind of yeah, you're right. There's a lot of nostalgia with it. Um Family Matters. Family Matters. That's a great That's a great theme song. I mean, Carl Winslow coming down the steps. It's a recognition this day. And, oh, just gets me going. That's a great one right there. Um, Nickelodeon, all that. Uh, Don't forget about that one. This is yeah. all that. Oh, great one. One of my favorites. Um, underrated theme song. Underrated song, period. The Munsters. The Munsters theme song. <laughs> it's one of the greatest songs of all time. You heard it here first. <laughs> Love that song. Great song. Great song. Um, let's see. My other two are they're not new. They're they're a little bit more recent. They're not quite that nostalgic, but they're early 2000s. Um curb your enthusiasm <laughs> just because of what that song has become and turned into in the memes and everything it's amazing it's just amazing for that it's you don't have to get far into that song to know exactly what it is and what it's from <laughs> and then um staying in the hbo category uh entourage love the theme song from entourage um nowadays when watching something on streaming, you have the option to skip the intro. Uh, I mentioned a couple, I think months ago, maybe in the pod, that w- I'm re-watching back Entourage. A little bit of a tough rewatch in some moments, uh, <laughs> but still trying to get through it. But that's the one that I never skip through. Love that song. Oh, yeah. So those are kind of my older, older, uh, maybe five favorites there. All right. There's so many, though. Oh. Those are good. That made me want to put Entourage on my list. I totally forgot about that. And that's what like yeah. you hear people talk about shows. You're like, oh shit, I totally forgot about that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so some random ones that I had, like I think Friends has to be on there. And I don't know if you I know Dee Dee doesn't like Friends. I'm Dan, I don't know if you like that show or not. Um, I don't. <laughs> but I feel like we, no, I do not. I feel like whether <laughs> you you like the show or not, though, like everybody claps right everybody knows the clap and that song and you got to give that the credit that it's due uh the oc california mm. yeah and then that sent me down a wormhole of like laguna (laughs) beach and the hills and the top was it what's the girl that we talked Mm. about natasha beddingfield is that her name betting beddingfield yep Yep. beddingfield yeah yeah sister of daniel i think that that should probably that would probably be on my list as well um, and then there's other ones like, che- like everybody's going to say cheers, right? Everybody's going to put cheers on the list. I never really even watched the show cheers, but I know the song. So that probably means it's a pretty good theme song. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm all over the place. Oh, 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 the, the other one that I had the Muppet show. Oh, <laughs> Muppet show tonight. Whoa. Yeah. That's Good one pick. that I thought of like out of nowhere uh, that I wanted to put on my list. I like it. 
So this is like it's always fun thinking of TV show theme songs because you just keep going. Like there's a million. Like you mentioned Entourage, I was like, yeah, Entourage is fucking great. Because I just think of the ones that just start. You know, it's like the show starts and you know it's like, oh yeah, here we go. How I Met Your Mother does that. There's no cold open in How I Met Your Mother. It's the theme song starts the show and then it takes you wherever it takes you. But it's every time. Ba 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 ba. There you go. And uh, I love that. Say by the bell. Oh yeah. Come on. That's Stay great. By the Bill is just great. Um, and to that, with all that, Keenan and Kel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Coolio. It's just yep. I mean, come on. Like Coolio, Keenan and Kel. And also it was just and the opening is just cool because it's just them and like the back of a car. They're just dancing. Coolio's rapping. <laughs> it's like the most nineteen ninety six thing ever. <laughs> Like, if you weren't there, you just don't get it. Like, you do not. Like, it was just that, that it's the most thing. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, my last one, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say the Cosby show. But I'm not going to do that. Just because actually I'm going to. It's the Cosby show. Because every season it was different. And it was these like crazy jazz things that like sound so good. And I've never really looked up the oral history of Cosby Show theme songs, which I'm sure it's there. Uh, but it just all sounds amazing. There's all these horns, there's all these things, and like Bill Cosby was in the jazz or whatever, and just like it just always sounds great. And that's how the show starts, and they're dancing to the theme, and it's just great. And it's just like I don't know, you watch the kids grow. It's eight seasons, just freaking God, yeah, that's awesome. It's just it's a different mm-hmm. variation of the, the same theme song like every year, and it's just awesome. Oh, yeah. Right. That's right. Forgot about that. Those are some good ones. Those are some really good ones. Um, yeah, there's just so many on this list. Now, well, we originally threw this topic out there. We just started firing in our group chat, firing some down. Um, Didi, you said Big Bang Theory. And I I I can't let you go with that. I can't let it go. I can't let I can't let you go it go that you think that's a good theme song. Yes. I no. think it is a great theme song. Like great. Oh, just because you remember it, yeah, that's no, the that's point. not. <laughs> <laughs> Do we all like the Full House theme song because we don't remember it? <laughs> like, you know, the reason I don't have Fresh Prince Bel Air on my list is I thought one of you guys were going to do it, but literally, it's it, that's. It, I mean, I can't. Believe I didn't. Have, I didn't have it on my list. Like, yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone that's called no it doubt that is the greatest rap song of all time. And I was like, wait, that's a lot. And then I was like, wait, what other song? And I was like, it might be the greatest song of all time. What other songs do people know word for word? That's one of them across a, a bunch of age groups. That was my yeah. ringtone for like five years, man. Like good times. But yeah. But no, I love the Big Bang Theory theme song. I think it is great. I think it's just boom. Bang. I like it, too. Ugh. I like it, too. And uh, it took Katie like two and a half years to memorize the whole thing. So I feel like we bonded over that song. And so I, I had to put it up there high on my list as well. I'm sorry, Dan. Man. Wow. Wow. The whole universe is in a that, all right. Yeah, that's, you know what? We don't need it. No, give me like, give me the Jeffersons. Let's move hey. it. Let's get moving on up, baby. Let's go. Let's way back. That's. That one get you boogie in. I love that one. There, but there, yeah, there's so many. There's so many great, great theme songs. But like, yeah, let's go new shows in the past. I don't know, couple of years. We didn't necessarily put a, a date on it, but uh, like you said, DD, I think it was you that said a lot of shows now don't even have theme yeah. songs. And like I referenced, you usually skip through them, so you don't necessarily need to listen to them. But you guys have any shows? kind of newer in the streaming era where you really like the theme song? You know what theme song jams? And I don't even watch the show. The White Lotus theme. Oh, And yeah. DJs like play it at clubs. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. You listen to videos on Instagram of like DJs like dropping the White Lotus theme. And I'm like, oh, this is fire. <laughs> and I like watch. I started. I was going to watch the show one time, but I really just watched the intro. And I was like, yep, I get it. I get it. Yeah. If you have, if and, you've and not heard this- the White Lotus theme song, just p- put that up on YouTube. We're supposed to have DJ Chris today with the, on YouTube pulling it up, but yeah, every song that we list here, 
Too many, um, and that's a similar one to Cosby Show, where there's been two seasons, and it's the same, uh, same melodic elements, but it's played a little bit differently from season one to season two. But great, great either way. I love that pick. Um, one for me, and I think a lot of people is Succession. That piano, that bass hits. It's just we're watching that show a little bit behind everybody else. We're catching up, but that's. That's it. if you don't know the succession theme song, we were at a we were at a you mentioned DJs are playing the White Lotus theme song. We were at a concert earlier in May and the keyboard player just went to town on the succession theme theme song right in the middle of the set. It was great. It was a beautiful moment. Beautiful moment. <laughs> I don't know either of those two theme songs. Uh, I in terms of new shows, my mind went to Big Bang Theory and The Office because those are like the newest shows that I watch. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, guys. I don't have much for the new one. I do know like, okay, if we're talking streaming era. It's not necessarily, um, I mean, I guess it's just all instrumental, but the Game of Thrones theme song oh, yeah. is like in every motivational everything now, right? And like every sports team's introduction. So I know that mm. one, which is pretty cool. But yeah, uh, that, I feel like theme songs aren't as big of a deal nowadays. They're because they're just, I mean, they're just, they like shows just start now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they just show the, ta- you know what I mean? They just show the title of the show and then just keep it moving. But uh, yeah, I don't, dude, I, it was tough for me to find uh, another one, but I did. I don't know if you guys watch Bluey. Oh yeah, dude. That theme song. Go. Oh. Okay. And Chris, have you downloaded the soundtrack? Do you have the soundtrack? Did not know there was a soundtrack. The set. The set. The Bluey soundtrack is phenomenal. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding you. It's phenomenal. Like phenomenal. Dan, I'm not kidding. This week, <laughs> when you were driving to work or from work, throw that Bluey all soundtrack right. up on Spotify and enjoy all the beautiful instrumentation from the Bluey soundtrack. There's no words. There's no words. There's no talking. It's literally just music, and it's freaking awesome. But the Bluey theme song, I mean, damn, it's good. I love yeah. that show because it's only Great. like 12-minute episodes, and Australian accents are very satisfying. I enjoy them quite a bit. Yeah, and it's also not for kids either. It's for parents. It's not for kids. Yeah, the really dad's not kind a kid of show. the dad's kind of funny. He like, dude, I don't think he's a very good dad. <laughs> it was great. The pool episode is amazing. <laughs> wow, Damn, Bluey thinking, oh, maybe, I'm like, man, maybe Ted Lasso. When you guys throw Bluey out, so I'm just gonna leave that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. Hey, different no, strokes. Damn, <laughs> yeah. Bluey's definitely going on the playlist. And when you listen to the soundtrack, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, this is life changing." I'm gonna it's start catchy. the show off with your Bluey review. Get ready. It's catchy. Okay. <laughs> oh man! All right, we are coming up against time, but let's do brunch court. Let's do this. This is one thing. Let's do this real quick. Nasty pick one. We'll get to the leftovers episode. Um, in brunch court, I found this. Oh wait, this nope, is the nasty big one. It. What are you that doing? Ain't that ain't it. Oh, I thought we were doing the nasty we're like big the pr- one. He just we're like, said we're doing- <laughs> I said brunch court. BK. BK. Gotcha. This is man. We're like the producers of that boxing fight. Just <laughs> yeah, me my close up, and I ruined it. <laughs> well, Burger King has introduced this in a couple countries. The real cheeseburger. It is a cheeseburger, but no burger. It is just, I think it's 20 slices of cheese. 20 slices of American cheese. 20 slices of American cheese on a sesame seed bun. (laughs) I love Burger King, but guys, this is wrong on all levels. Done. Yeah, this I think the first country was in, it might have been Thailand. It was mm-hmm. at first, and you have to see it to believe it in this photo. And they charged roughly three dollars and fifteen cents for twenty slices of American cheese between the sesame seed bun. 
limited time. It was like a maybe a week it lasted. Um, I saw some like videos of people eating it. The cheese wasn't always melted. So I don't don't get the impression of a grilled cheese because it's not. So I saw one where the guy was able to pick the slices of cheese off one by one. It was like not it was barely even warm. And another one where it just became this like cheese block in the middle, almost like sponge. It almost looked like a sponge. It was, I mean, absolutely disgusting. There's a reason this isn't anywhere near us because they know this is so disgusting. And in fact, I read one story of a man who said in their country, you know, slices of American cheese or slices, slices of cheese are expensive. So if you bought this the and priced it out per slice of cheese, it was cheaper than buying 20 slices of cheese at the store. So he'd go and peel off the layers of the not so warm cheeseburger and then have cheese for a lesser amount, a less a lesser total than he would if he had to go buy them at the store. That's a legit story that I read. So no, no way, no how. Burger King, I love you too. You have gone, you've gone too far. This is the same country that did like the chocolate burger that they did here. And I'm glad they're not experimenting over here because this is just this is just craziness. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I mean, this <laughs> this makes me hate people. I just th- there's no reason for this. That's all. It looks disgusting. This actually looks like what you just described, Dan. None of those pieces of cheese are melted. I mean, yeah. how else would it stay up for you to call it like a burger? So it would have to be like that. True. Yeah, that's that's probably why. Or else, if they're all yeah melt and then it just flat, then it becomes grilled cheese. Well, you know I... what tastes good though, <laughs> a melt. Melts taste great. Just a melt would work. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder who at Burger King was like, "All right, get your ideas out Monday morning." Okay, I got it. The real cheeseburger. You basically take a bun and you stick in between there just a block of American cheese that you buy at the grocery store. You just take the block out, take it out the wrapper, throw it in between the bun, done. Real cheeseburger. Because that's what this is. It's that. They had that meet. You're right. They had that meeting and the majority of people in the meeting said, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, God damn it. Chris, he's an innovator. Uh-huh. What the hell else are you guys doing? <laughs> they looked around the room. What the hell else are you guys doing? You hear that? That's innovation. Yeah. We want more ideas like the real cheeseburger in here. That's how we're <laughs> going to succeed. We got to take down the double arches somehow. Come on. Oh, God. Well, that's brunch. Would you try it? Would you try it? Again, that's not the question here. Dude, but would you? No. I actually wouldn't try this. I don't see how that would be... Mm-mm. 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 I don't think I would. No. Which I is w- different. Like most of the time we say, yeah, I would try it, but I don't even think I would try it. Yeah. And because I went into these like review videos and things like that, it just made me not want to at all. Intrigue at first, but mm. no chance, no how. Ooh, and I saw that one guy dipping dipping it in ketchup. Oh. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. Get out of here with that. Well, that's brunch court. Now let's get into music before we get out of here. Let's uh what are you guys listening to? Uh Dan, what do you listen to, man? Yeah, absolutely. There's there were some a lot of amazing music come out over the past week and some terrific albums. We've been on a great streak. Um with who came out with the album uh, two weeks ago? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But Paris, Paris sitting over my left shoulder, brand new album highly anticipated fourth album evergreen came out this past week it's a wonderful mix of songs they've really embraced the the new sound that lynn has kind of taken a grasp of and it's it's really gained a lot of momentum and i love it the album's great i'll put i don't want to do this anymore uh on the playlist this week from purvis aka paris
Chris, what you got? Uh, Olivia O'Brien put out a new song. Okay. That's an automatic on the playlist. There we go. (laughs) It's called I Should Have Fucked Your Brother. So (laughs) she's a fucking legend, dude. She's a legend. She's a legend. Every time she puts a song out and it sounds like the craziest shit you've ever heard somebody sing, the next song (laughs) one ups it. And this is a it's another breakup song. um, And it's exactly what you think it would be. So enjoy. Dude, I love Olivia O'Brien. Like, I just do. Like, I know I've never, I haven't heard this song, but I already know it's a classic. Just call it that. Like, it's <laughs> a classic already. Done. Like, it I is. feel like Olivia, like, I, I treat, and maybe this whole podcast treats Olivia O'Brien the way that, like, many people treat Taylor Swift. They're just like, I don't care what it is. It's a classic. It's the greatest thing that's ever made. That's how I feel about Olivia O'Brien. Like, I already go into it knowing it's a classic, and you can't tell me otherwise. So. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Gunna put out a song called Fuck You Mean. It actually, if you listen to the podcast of The Brunch Breakdown last week, that was the song that let us in. And it is a great song, but it is like a minute and 58 seconds long. Guys, I know streaming numbers. You got to keep repeating the song, all that, so you make money. But Jesus Christ, can we make three-minute songs again? I sound so old, but please. It's like once you get into the song, it ends. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like a that's like the that's like a TV themed theme song. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> to go back to our other but, topic. But the song's wow. really good. Check it out. Gonna fuck you mean. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Didi, because you know, we find the same thing with albums, right? Where albums used to be 12, 13, 14, 15 songs. And now it's like 10 and they're like short songs or 30 time. Yeah. Or 30, (laughs) right. Or 30. (laughs) Like you look at this, the, the play time on an album and it's like 30 minutes. I'm like, what? 30 minutes. I remember CDs. It used to be like an hour to go through a seat, like an album. (laughs) But Mr. Wives put out an album this week, their brand new album called nosebleeds. Uh, The whole album is great. And it's like, 14 or 15 songs takes you like 42 minutes to listen to it. That made me happy. And all of it's great. It's dynamic. It's a lot of upbeat, which I think they kind of got away from a little bit the last couple of albums. Um, And it's just full. And what I mean, it's a full album. Like you get everything that you need from Mr. Wives and you have all the songs to do it. Nothing's rushed or nothing, you know, is there that you don't need. And it kind of goes back a bit to the sound that you were originally familiar with. I was originally familiar with when I first discovered Mr. Wives, which is what I love. So kind of a, I know it's only July dark horse album of the year candidate for me that, Mm. and it was Gus Dapperton last week. That was the other one that I forgot of uh, just a minute ago. Those two have been great, but I'm going to put out of my mind the first song off the album from Mr. Wives this week. Nice. Can we have like a honorary, brunchy award named the olivia o'brien award yeah Ooh. what would it be we'll think I'm about this say. yeah we'll, who, we'll think about it who would you give it or what would you give it for um i would have not... given it to that i would have given it to that boxer until dd you know kind of told us she wasn't that's, one so that's, that's true <laughs> yeah she was she was she was leading the race uh my second one is from a band uh called go for gold uh they put out a new song called take it back this falls into the uh, familiar category of me featuring bands that have almost no followers on Spotify. So I would highly recommend you check out Gopher Gold. They're a pop punk band from uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, which doesn't happen every day. So uh, <laughs> they need your support. They need our support. And they're really, really good at what they do. So I hope you enjoy it. Nice. Pop punk capital of the South. <laughs> a hotbed down there. <laughs> all right i got one uh and this song is like four years old but i heard it for the first time on a friend of mine's tiktok and i was like whoa what the hell is this song uh it's called have it all by cosmos midnight featuring a group called age sex location which phenomenal but the song's great it's upbeat it just feels good it's just from four years ago and i freaking love it so um yeah have it all check it out
That's great. That's great. Last one for me um, is going to be, I'm going to put Youngblood on the playlist. And he didn't put out a new song this week or last week, but I finally got to see him live this past week. And the show was one of the best shows I've seen all year. And probably in the last couple, it's, it's up there. Top five, top 10, no doubt. It was just full of energy, great vocal performance by him. And like the nicest dude, you, you see his album covers and photos and you see, you know, he's just got this, you know, you know, punk and type of look to him and grunge. And like, he's like the nicest guy like ever. He met fans after the show. He's like, I'm going to go meet fans over there after the show. I'm like, dude, you're like really popular. You don't have to do that anymore. It was just super nice the whole time, but the the show was great. Um, I could put so many songs. I was good, but I want to put, put on one that I got to hear live. Um, Strawberry lipstick, young blood on the playlist this week. Go see him. Nice. Dude, he's such an energetic performer. He's so good. It's he's crazy. Great. He just keeps going he's nonstop. Great. Yeah, his music's really good. Uh, my last one is I want to put some Scott on the playlist in a band called Keep Flying. Put out a song called Transparency a few days ago. So, streak of us all being here and the streak of me, I think I've put Scott on the playlist quite quite a bit over the last couple of months. We're going to keep it going here. So, I hope you uh, enjoy this one. Transparency from Keep Flying. Nice. All right. And this is a, another song that is, this song came out this year, though, but um, I freaking love it. It's by the Teskey Brothers. Yep. The Teskey Brothers. And the song is called This Will Be Our Year. And it is very good. I heard it on a TV show and I was like, Shazam. And because I still use Shazam. I don't know what everybody else is using, but Shazam's still my shit. I love Shazam. <laughs> just, I think I love saying Shazam. Like, I just love it. So, Shazam. But anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> the Teskey Brothers, uh, this will be our year. It's just a really, really great, like, R&B, bluesy, soul type song. And it's really good. And that like is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify, Sounds of Brunch. Boys, this was fun. As always, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think also where's uh, the second ply with the toilet paper at these places, right? Like, why are we skimping on the the ply here? Have you guys been <laughs> thinking about that as long as I have? That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I advise everybody to take an hour to themselves uh, uh, every every month, but maybe take that hour and really think about the problems like oh. – <laughs> The way that toilet here. paper is hanging and the the direction and the amount of ply. Let's use that hour for good, for, not for you, but for everybody. Not to, we, we, it's not, it doesn't have to be sandpaper, okay? <laughs> I legitimately You end up going through more anyways. It's a waste of money, people. It, it is. Fly up. Fly up. There's the other, the, there's the <laughs> other tag. That's on the other side of the, the yard sign. Fly up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the brunch breakdown. We're out. <laughs>